We are even talking about family members. Family members. Sometimes you gotta cut them off, you guys. Sometimes you just have to cut them off. Hi friends, if you are new here or just scrolling through, my name is B and welcome to the channel. If you guys don't know me, I am super passionate on creating a movement of women who are self-loving, self-validating, and most of all, confident. So if that sounds like your speed, consider subscribing. So today we are going to be talking about five better ways that you can take care of yourself as a woman. So this topic to me came to me because I was really thinking about it how many roles and hats I personally wear as a woman alone. And I know I'm not the only one who kind of goes through this. So I felt like it was really important for me to discuss five ways that we really devalue ourselves and really take away from our worth. And this isn't really so much in a stance like, you know, relationship wise or, you know, work wise. It's just in general, just on the basis of being a woman, we truly do wear some the most hats, okay? We wear a lot of hats. Some of us are wives, some of us are mothers, some of us are stepmothers, some of us are stepwives, some of us are boss women, some of us own our own businesses, some of us, you know, working women, you know, there's so many hats that we wear. And sometimes you have to really get introspective and think, what am I when I strip away all of that? And this is actually an exercise that we do in the first module of my Six Weeks of Selfish Boot Camp. We really unpack this idea that we are what we do. And I believe as a woman, one of the things that you really have to keep in mind is that you are not only what you do, you are not only what you accomplish and the education uh, the school that you went to, the job that you have, the career that you're pursuing, and the dreams and goals that you have should be separated from your accomplishments sometimes. And even just being a mom alone, even though that's an amazing accomplishment to have, some of us really wear that on our sleeve, like it's a personality trait. So much like astrology, like I'm a Scorpio, so I do this, or I'm a Libra, so I act in this way. We sometimes use the hats that we wear to really embody ourselves when we should be able to separate that when you take away all of that when you strip away all of that who are you essentially so today i want to talk about five ways that we truly devalue ourselves and maybe these tips will help you shift your mindset maybe in some ways it'll help you shift and refocus your energy back on yourself as a woman and prioritize womanhood first before your race before your education before your marital status and certainly before your career so number one, staying in a bad or toxic relationship. Relationships are more than just marriages. They are more than just statuses like boyfriend, girlfriend. These are also friendships, guys. I have had so many friends that I have went through and I realized that to be able to attract some of these situations, I have to take responsibility for it and realize that I was at a certain type of level that invited that energy into my life. But once I recognized it, saw it for what it was and tried to project in the future, okay, five years from now, do I still wanna be dealing with this type of stuff? Do I really still want to be worrying about whether this friend is talking about me behind my back? Do I still wanna worry about whether this person is cheating on me if we're not together? Do I still wanna deal with this? And if the answer is no, then I know it's time to go. So I believe that that is one of the many ways that we really devalue ourselves as women. And I know for me, I could definitely speak to that for sure. Whether it was a friendship or a bad relationship, 
Sometimes staying in really just lowers our worth, our sense of self-worth, and we sometimes feel even worse than what we would feel if there's like a sense of guilt around breaking up with that person or cutting off that friend or whatever. You need to prioritize yourself. Self-preservation is one of the major things that is proponent. It's, it's key. It's essential to self-love. You need to learn to preserve yourself. Number two, making other people happy. So much like staying in a toxic or negative or bad friendship, making people happy can be one of the most damaging things that you can do. And when I say making other people happy, it's not going out volunteering at the animal shelter and helping out in your local neighborhood or you know making sure your children are happy. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about when it is sacrificing your womanhood. I have walked away from high paying careers I have walked away from high value men because I did not want to see myself sacrificing my livelihood, my happiness, my joy off of the basis of someone else. You need to know and learn when to walk away. And whether that is a toxic relationship or if it's something as simple as this person doesn't value you and you feel like you constantly are the one that has to make things happen and make other people happy. And keep in mind, this is more than just marriages and boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. We are also talking about friendships. We are even talking about family members. Family members. Sometimes you got to cut them off, you guys. Sometimes you just have to cut them off. And sometimes they got to go. Number three is fear. This one is big. I've had so many things I had to overcome as far as fear goes. Every time I turn on this record button, I am terrified. What if I post a video and nobody watches it? What if I post a video and I don't get the response that I want? What if I post a video and someone tries to come at the way I'm dressed or come at the way I styled my hair today? There are so many things that I am naturally just afraid of that I, I just, I can't live my life in fear. And I hope that you as a woman aren't doing the same. There are probably many things that you guys are thinking of doing, but if fear is holding you back, are you truly living? I remember when I was in high school, I wanted to be a neuroscientist and I also wanted to study architecture. But when I was in high school, I had an opportunity to take a computer-aided drawing design class. And I walked in as a girl, I was the only girl in there and it was a class full of like 20 something guys and it was also a sense of like not feeling like i belong there not only because i was a woman but i felt like everybody was getting this so naturally but me and i remember i immediately switched out of the course and i went to a course that was nothing but women i went to child development and there was only one guy in that class versus like 28 girls so I wanted to share that story and be vulnerable with you guys because I remember fear was holding me back. But I always think sometimes like it was something I was always interested in. My dad uh, studied like architecture when he went to school for a brief time. And I remember when I was little, I was always drawing houses and making up housing plans and stuff like that. It was always fun to me. It was something that I always wanted to do. But the moment I walked into the class, fear just took over and I could not stand the thought of being the only girl in the class and the only one raising her hand because I was I felt like I was holding the class behind and me being truthful at the B now would have probably went in that class I would have asked 
as many questions as I needed to, to gain insight and gain understanding. And I probably would have came out on top of the class, <laughs> but you know, that was, that was just a less evolved version of B. So I accept that situation and I knew that I had to grow from it and learn from it. And hopefully you guys are maybe reflecting back on times when you had fear kind of paralyze you or cause you to make certain type of decisions. And maybe from now on, you just live your life differently. The fourth one is wasting your time, your precious, 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 youthful energy on trying to find a purpose. Sometimes it's not about finding a purpose. I am more of a passion-driven per person than a purpose because I believe once you find your passion, once you find the thing that wakes you up in the morning, the thing that you can do all night into the wee hours in the morning and not complain about it, something that you would do for free, YouTube, <laughs> that is your purpose. And I just wanna leave it there because I can go on and on about this, but honestly, a lot of people waste their time trying to find their purpose in life and trying to just chase purposes when just find your passion, that's enough. And sometimes your passion isn't going to be this grand thing. We are not all going to be Beyonce. We are not all going to be Oprah. We are not all going to be the Dalai Lama. Some of us are just going to live their life and their purpose is just going to be making sure their children are happy and productive, healthy individuals. And if we had more people like that in this world, honestly, we would be a lot better off. Last but not least, the last way that women, we as women devalue ourselves is placing ourselves last. And you guys know that is what my whole platform is about is learning and really embodying that self-care is not selfish. It is okay to place yourself as the main priority. Even if you have kids, guess what? Your kids need a healthy mom. Your kids need a happy mom. Your kids need a healthy, happy mom. And honoring that and honoring yourself first is is you t being a better mom to your kids, honestly. We place ourselves last on the totem pole. Half of the time, our cups are empty. At the end of the day, we don't even have time to just take a breath and just really process what the F happened today. So I need for you ladies to start practicing daily, placing yourself as a priority. If it is a, if it's sacrificing your womanhood, it's okay to say no. If it's sacrificing your health, it's okay to say no. If it's sacrificing your emotional well-being, it's okay to say no. It's okay. The world will keep revolving, I promise. So as a woman, I believe that one of the best ways that you can place yourself as the main character and as the priority of your life is by practicing self-care. And so learning that self-care is not selfish is like major key. This is a game changer. This is a game changing life hack. So I need you guys to listen. When you guys join the self-care isn't selfish group, you first come in and you get an invitation to join a quiz. And when you take the quiz, you can see where you rank. And based off of where you rank, you can see if you're practicing self-care in certain areas or if there's some places that you're lacking or maybe you got this self-care thing down pat. That's cool. You can also take the seven days of self-care challenge with me, B, where I kind of run through all the foundations that I believe is necessary for you to have a solid foundation in a self-care routine. And if you are really looking to invest in yourself and take your self-care to the next level, there is six weeks of selfish program where I transmuted the lives of women, making them from the extra watching in the stands in their own movie to the main character and embodying that and becoming more selfish and learning that self-care is is not selfish and it's okay to place yourself as the main character and the main priority in your life so i hope these tips were helpful and if you guys made it this far drop a purple heart 
down below letting me know that you enjoyed this content and that you would like to see similar uploads. And uh, outside of that, you guys can always subscribe for more or you can check out previous videos that I've done in the past. And I hope to see you guys in the program or in the Facebook group. I love you guys and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.